Welcome back to another insightful and exciting episode of Me and My Health Up. I'm your host, Anthony Harcher. I'm a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. And today, I'll be sharing with you some insight in terms of essential foods for a younger, healthy-looking skin and face. Yes, so we're going to help, or I'm going to help you look vibrant in your skin and make you feel wonderful and youthful in that process. So let's get under way with today's episode and I'd like to share it from a holistic perspective because yes there are foods but if we get stuck on the foods we miss the bigger picture there is a much bigger picture to younger healthy looking skin and for less wrinkles and for the anti-aging look and feel good about yourself so where do we start we start with the skin outer layer of protection is there to protect us. It's protect us from the outside world, to stop things from the outside world that are not meant to be inside our body from coming in. So yes, there's a layer of protection there. It is made up of proteins. And with those proteins, there's a number of cofactors that are important to making those proteins within our skin. And obviously, we need to have our genes expressing themselves in the right way in order to make the right amino acids. <laughs> so if our gene expression isn't how it should be, then yes, we won't be having the right expression of genes for a healthy, younger looking skin. We'll get that aging looking skin. So where do I start with this? Let's start with the nutrition that's good in terms of what you need to be eating on a regular basis to produce that younger, healthy looking skin. It starts with collagen. It starts with Keratin, it starts with elastin, which are all proteins. They're all proteins that we need within our body to make our skin, essentially. And so these proteins will come from protein-rich food, and we're best to get that from a a source of protein-rich food, such as nuts, seeds, legumes. There's the meats. There's the the fishes, uh, if you don't include them as meats. And so there's a number of sources. There's also protein within grains. So grains, certainly whole grains, contain an element of protein. They're not just all carbohydrates, which they're demonized as they do contain some protein. And yes, fruits and vegetables also contain protein, but a lot less than the meats, nuts, seeds. So And there's tofu, there's all the beans and legumes. And so we need them on a regular basis. We want to be consuming protein on a regular basis throughout the day because it's the the building block of life. And yes, we need it to make our skin. The cofactors that go with it, zinc. Zinc's an important cofactor. So zinc will be generally contained within a lot of these protein-containing foods. See, nature just has it so right. (laughs) And it's particularly the cysteine amino acid that's manufactured that is really, really important for skin production. It has sulfur bounded to it. And so we certainly want to be eating a wide variety source of proteins to get cysteine, which is the sulfur, uh, which has sulfur bounded to it. And there's obviously vegetables that contain sulfur and there's other foods such as eggs. So eggs is a great source of protein. It also has sulfur within it. It's also got biotin. So biotin's really important to encourage the keratin production, which is part of our skins. The keratin sites within our skin 
makes uh, is is made up of keratin. So, um, or it makes keratin. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's really important is to have the the biotin, which is within eggs. Uh, it's it's known as vitamin B six. No, sorry, vitamin B seven. So vitamin B seven or vitamin H is biotin, and it it is generally found in a wide variety of foods such as grains. So yes, whole grains. Uh, so we don't want to demonize the grains as just carbohydrates. They also contain B vitamins if you're eating the whole grains. It's also within eggs. It's also we find B vitamins in meat. Uh, there's also B vitamins in nuts and seeds. So again, it all gets back to really eating a whole diet. Uh, it's not excluding food groups is going to be key here to make sure you get that uh, keratin, the biotin, the sulfur-containing amino acid, cysteine, and uh, I mentioned zinc, uh, which is a really important cofactor in the production. So, yes, we need these elements. We also need beta-carotene, which is the precursor to vitamin A, so that's really important for skin protection and, yeah, to uh, also look after the skin. It's a powerful antioxidant as well. Uh, so and we also need vitamin E. So vitamin E is uh, also helps us uh, with protection from ultraviolet radiation uh, from the sun. So that UV light, uh, vitamin E provides some protection uh, from that. So we want to have vitamin E. Vitamin E is contained within almonds, and there's other foods containing vitamin E as well. So if we eat a r- real whole, wide variety diet we get exposed to all these cofactors and we don't need to just focus on particular foods and just eat those foods. It's better to eat a whole variety diet. That way you're getting all the essentials that are required. So I mentioned zinc, biotin. These are really important. Vitamin A, which we get from beta carotene, which is in pumpkin, which is in squash, which is in sweet potatoes. So any Foods that look yellow-orange contain beta-carotene, which is a precursor to vitamin A. So that's really helpful in terms of protecting our skin. So we want to have vitamin A-containing foods. We want to have the B vitamins, and in, in particular, biotin, I mentioned. The B vitamins contained within meat. They're contained within fruits, seeds, even legumes contain B vitamins. So eating the whole grains, it's in the outer outer of the grain so it's in the skin so we certainly want to be eating the outside or the the like the brown rice for example not just eating the endoderm we want to eat the exoderm which is the outside the outer protective uh, layer because that contains the vitamins so when we strip off the outer protective layer and just have white rice we also stripping away the vitamins so really important to eat whole whole grains and we also want to eat those sulfur containing compounds within foods because that's really important uh, in terms of the makeup of skin and making it function well so those sulfur containing foods your eggs your fish uh, so the fish are also good for polyunsaturated fats which are essential for moisturizing the skin uh, keeping its its tone uh, and function, keeping it supple. So we certainly want to have those good fats, which is the polyunsaturated fats, which you'll find in fish, the monounsaturated fats, which you'll find in olive oil. You'll find it in uh, avocado is the other one that's 
high in monounsaturated fats. So the monounsaturated fats, olive oil, avocado oil or avocado, and then you have the polyunsaturated fats, which is what is found in oily fishes such as salmon, herrings, sardines, ma- uh, mackerel is another one, anchovies is another one. So all the oily fishes contain those high amounts of omega-3s which is really important. Omega-6 is also important. So omega-3 and omega-6 are essential to the body. The body cannot make either of omega-6 or omega-3. So they're essential that we bring them into our body and we get lots of omega-6s through our eating our meats. Uh, so meats contain omega-6s. So again, wide variety, you know, whole grain is really important in terms of diet. But it's also the foods that you don't want to be eating excessive amounts of too, such as sugar. So sugar's terrible in terms of down-regulating or causing issues with collagen. So it will react with collagen, excessive sugar will react with collagen and elastin, which is another uh, protein that's produced by the body. uh, And it cross-links the two and it causes what we call glycation of the two. So we've got the glucose and the protein binding together. And this is where we get these ages from, which is the advanced glycation end products. And this is not good for our skin. It causes it to age and it it denatures the collagen. And so the collagen doesn't perform as it or function as it should, or as we want it to. <laughs> so it alters the function of collagen. So these are the advanced glycation end products, which we want to avoid happening. And we avoid that through reducing excessive sugar consumption. We do it through reducing foods cooked at high temperature. So baking, roasting, grilling, frying, broiling, all these things at really high temperature, cooking at high temperature will produce the denatured lipids and denatured proteins, which end up with advanced glycation end products, which is what is going to age age us faster, essentially. So lots of free radicals. We don't want that. Uh, It's going to accelerate oxidation in the body and accelerate our decomposition or decomposition degeneration essentially of ourselves so it accelerates aging in in essence so what we want to do is minimize fried foods minimize uh, grilling so excessive barbecuing at high temperatures excessive frying so all that fried stuff i just mentioned that <laughs> i mentioned it again it's really important keep away from the fast foods which are really fried foods yes they taste great but terrible for your skin and it's very pro-inflammatory. So pro-inflammatory is going to initiate a cortisol response. So we don't want excessive cortisol because that also down-regulates collagen production and collagen is essential for good, healthy skin. It is a protein that is very abundant in our body and we want to make sure it works well in order to keep us younger looking. If collagen is down-regulated through excessive sugar production in terms of it's denatured or it's downregulated because of excessive cortisol production, pro-inflammatory re- response. So so anything that stresses us, so stress is really important to younger, healthy-looking skin. So what stress does is it elevates cortisol. It's a stress hormone, and that affects collagen and its function, how active it is um, or how inactive it is. So stress, we want to manage that really important. It also causes vasoconstriction, 
which affects the supply to the skin. And so with that vasoconstriction, less nutrients, less products get into the skin because what we want is the blood essentially helping us to get away from the animal. Uh, so it's, it's very much in a fight, flight or freeze mode in order to keep us alive, to keep us in survival mode. And vasoconstriction is part of that process. So that affects our skin and we affect the supply to our skin. And skin turnover is also affected through uh, stress, uh, through cortisol. So when we're stressed, we do less maintenance on our body. So the body is more about keeping you alive and, and, and free. Uh, keep, you know, keeping you alive is number one, of course, because if you're not alive, it doesn't matter if you've got younger, healthy looking skin, you're dead, right? So, so it prioritizes survival ahead of maintenance. And so the maintenance of your skin, the skin turnover is not happening as quickly. And so yes, you have older looking skin and it's probably you know, it's part of the reason why we encourage that exfoliation. So the roughing up of the skin or the, the skin, the dry brushing. So the dry brushing gets off the dead skin and encourages the skin turnover. So it encourages skin turnover. And again, we don't want to do that excessively because we'll have ultra sensitive skin if we're constantly taking off that outer layer. But again, you know, doing it as part of your routine not excessively, but part of your skin routine is helpful. Uh, and again, not overdoing it, not not really scrubbing yourself so hard that you, you haven't got any protection uh, and you're ultra sensitive to everything. So just, just be, I guess, do this in balance, do dry skin brushing in balance, do the exfoliation in balance, have it part of your regular routine but I wouldn't go overboard and thinking that it needs to be done so regularly. Ultimately, you're going to let foreign bodies that shouldn't be inside your body, inside your body because you haven't got a good protective layer of skin. It's really important that we also manage what we don't do as well as what we do do. And so the other things that we don't want to do is we, we don't want excessive exposure to UV. And what I'm saying is excessive skin uh, skin exposure to the sun, but it's not saying get no skin exposure to the sun. We actually need skin exposure to the sun to make create vitamin D, which is really important for our health and well-being. Vitamin D is essential and it's made synthesized in the skin through exposure to UVB light. And UVB light is the light between 30% of the horizon or up from the horizon to the other end of 30%. So it's really that sort of 10 a.m. to sort of 2 p.m. sort of time period is where UVB is most active. Now, the way we give ourselves protection from getting too exposed to UV is the infrared in the morning. So we do need exposure to sunlight throughout the day in order to stay healthy, to keep the body in the circadian rhythm. And the reason why I bring up the circadian rhythm is the circadian rhythm is going to be really important for a good night's sleep, which is where we enable the repair and re rejuvenation to the skin. Okay, so regular exposure to the sun throughout the day is important, but not excessive amounts. So five minutes every hour, but it doesn't mean spend hours in the sun. That's excessive. So the other one is Getting a good night's sleep is really important for the skin turnover, rejuvenation and repair. Hydration is essential. So making sure you're hydrating 
and foods that you want to consume on a you know on a sort of consistent basis is foods that are really high in collagen, also high in pyroluric, pyroluric acid, which is really important for maintaining skin moisture. And both of those, as well as biotin, are found in bone broths. So having a regular bone broth is really helpful uh, for the skin because it contains a lot of nourishment for the skin. So I just wanted to share that food, the hydration, the repair, rejuvenation of the skin, the things to avoid and have less exposure to, manage your stress is really important in order to keep a holistic, younger-looking skin. So that's really it for today. If you've liked the episode, please share it with anyone else that might be looking to keep their skin younger and feeling great and vibrant. Please share it with them. I'm all about enhancing and enlightening the well-being of others. And thanks for listening. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you made to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchantability, or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied, or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health up.